Welcome back to System Ministry, the podcast where tensions are high. This is Brent. I'm making your life bad. I'm Peyton. Shut yeah. Oh, yeah. So right now, Jathan and Peyton are both doing vodka shots. Did you already take your shot? I, dude, he shouted it. shot. Oh, come on. I'm behind the time. All right, Peyton, now. you got to do another one then. Well, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> wait, wait. Somebody twist my arm. <laughs> right. Well, now I don't have any more because the bottle's in the kitchen. But you were supposed to wait for. Uh, can we can we just kick him? Can we kick him? Go get more quick. Hurry. This is asynchronous shot. Go get more. Brought to you by Jason and Peyton. Go get more. Well, you do that. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk well, about. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. The world's most. I'm gonna bring us into the show while you run to the kitchen and get vodka. Okay. No, I have a beer. You, ru- you ruined it. You fucked the pooch, Jathan. I already told you I was here to make your life bad, and I ruined everything. You sound just like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you ruined no, it. No. You uh, ruined the night, Jonathan. Well, does she do she, math or crap? You ruined everything, Jonathan. I'd imagine she sounds a lot higher than I do. You ruined everything, Jathan. Yeah. I Shut up, Dad. I don't think Whichever she... one of you you are. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. So, tonight, we have a split topic. Uh, wow. Split topic. We sure do. Payton's gonna, as we mentioned last episode, Payton's gonna recap his time at IBM, what, IBM Tech University, right? Yeah, it was IBM Tech U in Atlanta. Okay. They have them all over the world. Yeah. Now, yeah, for the record, like 16 a year or whatever. I'm not like a mainframe fanboy, but mm-hmm. I saw some really cool stuff. So. Yeah, he's thinking about buying a mainframe. <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, good luck. No, 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 no. Did you go get your jump, your vodka yet or not? No, he's. I'm not. He, no, I'm not drinking Miller Lite now. Oh my god. Ah, oh, shit. We weren't at that part yet. Well, it's okay. We'll recap. Guys, I drank. We'll recap. It's okay. All right. Shh. Anyways, I didn't say that. So Payne's gonna recap some of his IBM Tech U stuff, and he's also gonna talk about how he restored. He basically did a distro reinstall. You switched from what? What was it? CentOS. CentOS to Centarch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to Centarch. Centos to Arch. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, did someone make a rolling release Can of Centos? Can we make a fucking distro called Centarch and it's going to be a fucking be half horse and half human? Awesome. <laughs> like that a rolling release cool. Centos? Shit. No, that sounds like a terrible idea. It does. It really does. We shouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, Hannah Montana Linux is a thing, so. And yeah, it's so terrible. Have you used it? <laughs> it is. It, it, it's, it's atrocious. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, a mean okay. it's a mean distro. But, yeah, it is. Yeah, so he'll be talking about how he used Restic. Mm-hmm. Which we talked about in Jathan. What was the episode ID? Wait for what? Borg four, versus Rustic. Four four. Uh, I don't know, man. That's four. I'm pretty four. drunk. It was S four. My savant powers one, go away when I'm doing you had stuff. Had one beer and like a vodka like two minutes ago. That you know of. That's what you told us we had. You had. Yeah. I also clarified that the first beer was a Yorsh. Yeah, I don't think that counts. Yeah, it does. That's beer with that a lot of vodka difference. in it. Also, you... what do you mean it doesn't make a difference? <laughs> it's substantially more alcohol. It doesn't matter. If it was in the beer, it doesn't really no, count. No, because it's, I mean, it's still, you shouldn't be hammered after one Yorsh. And, and, earlier in the pre-meeting, you said one beer to me. I know. He, well, I know. he said you one shot, one like bourbon, that. one beer you is what he lied. said. Yeah, I'm George Thorogood. <laughs> Who do you Bad love? Bad to the bone. Oh, man. All right. No. Anyways. <sighs> so with that all being said, what are y'all drinking? Now that everybody knows. <laughs> all right. Well, it's Miller Lite. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I have uh, vodka and Coors Light. Okay. Oh. I've got another Guinness Double Stout. Sweet. Wait, wait, wait. No, Extra Stout. Sorry. Is it double extra or double? Extra. Double, I believe, is the foreign. And it, it tastes a little bit different. You said foreign? Wait, what are you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> and Extra is the import. I don't think I'm really he's good extra. at paying attention right now. He's Jayton, he's extra. Literally, he's no, extra. I No, I'm drinking Extra Stout. Right. I don't know what about me. I'm not the one drinking vodka. Slurping on extra. I'm not the one drinking vodka. So I I am very much not extra or basic. It's It's fine. You can be extra. It's fine. We won't won't tell anybody. I don't think I'm being very extra. I don't think I'm extra, though. I don't think that's happening right now. So, uh, real quick. So, you're. uh, What? Yes. I went to go see Avengers in 4DX. Are you going to give spoilers? No, I'm, no, I'm no, okay no with it if you are. I mean, okay. Captain America and Iron Man getting married was just really awesome, I thought. <laughs> but, you know, like a real sign of the times, you know. Uh, uh, but no, so 40X <laughs> is where you sit in like a roller coaster seat, kind of, but it's four across. And then it's on a mechanism that moves you around. And then there's water and steam and extra lights. Mm. And it was, uh, it was actually a very epic showing of Avengers Endgame. I would definitely recommend it. However, bring a padded seat cushion or something because the seats are really hard. Now, is that is that specific to the theater or is that specific to the experience? You know, I think maybe it's the experience. Like, it's got to be a hard <laughs> seat to, like, move you around a little bit. Okay, got it. Yeah. Let's see. Do you, can we even call those theaters at that point? Are they, They're pretty much, what, like panoramics or something. It wasn't a panoramic. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a wide field of view. It was the screen uh, in front, and then they had extra lights. So like when Thor's hammer lit up with electricity, uh, lights went around around you and like lit up. Like and those like, things at Disney World. Right. And like there was a scene where something Studios, happened, and you say. got sprayed with water, and it felt like blood. You yeah. Know? Got it. Imagine if every time I did stuff, there were lights to react to it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I would, I would jump noise. off a bridge. I would jump off a bridge. Oh, dude, did you see my tweet the other day? I did, and I willfully ignored it. Why? That was funny. A a really incredibly high bridge is what I would jump off of. Yeah, it was a weak sauce, Jayfon. You need to up your Twitter game. Yeah, It seems to me like perhaps you, sir, are rude. Well, Your Twitter game is actually worse than mine. It seems to me... That actually isn't true, though. It seems to me like Peyton Peyton, needs to tell us about IP Route 2. Oh, yeah, hey. So, yeah, hi, how's it going? This is Peyton with just the tip. Now, it's kind of a big tip. Got a big head on it, you know. Must have gotten it from someone else. Sure. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, IF config, you know, IF config. What was that? What did it? So, net tools. The IP, net tools. Net tools. The net tools. Right. Yeah, right. So, what we have now is we have something called IP route 2. Basically, uh, you use commands like IP ADDR and IP link to handle the addressing and status messages. You can set routes. You can set addresses, like static addresses. You can work with DHCP, etc. So in the old days, you would run ifconfig, and that would show you, you know, etho, lo, e0lo, etc. You could ifconfig e0, it would show you all of the things. Now you run IP ADDR. And it shows you the same thing. Hello, E0. You can type AP, IP ADDR show E0. That will show you all the, the, the specific details. If you really are just curious about your IP addresses, or your, I'm sorry, your interfaces, then you would run IP link, and then that would show you the status of your E0. It's like, is it, is it up? What's your MTU? etc. So specifically, we're going to talk about commands compared to IP config. And so if you wanted to show 
your statistics about your interface, you can run an IP-S link show ETH0. Now with systemd, your interface names are not going to be ETH0. But you can set those back to the that standard if you want to. We won't go into that. So that will show you statistics, the IP-S. You can do IP route show, which will show your current default route. And then you can set your link up or down with IP link set up or down. If you want to use multicast, you can turn it on or off. You can adjust the MTU and package queue length. But specifically, we're going to look at, real fast, the uh, IP rule show, IP rule command. So this is, it shows the three surrounding rules that are defaults configured by the kernel. So you can set these. Yeah. So you can show your route with an IP route show. And you can then add a route with IP route add prefix via your address. Mm. And then dev and then obviously interface. So you would pick like E0. I actually, my Arch router, when I had one, actually lost its routing configuration. And I had to use this command to fix the route when I rebooted mm-hmm. for a little bit. So it works. It works very well to do that. You can delete a route with an IP route del- delete prefix. Uh, and then just put the address and the dev interface. DHCP, you need to run the DHCP CD client. Or DH client. Or, or DH yeah. client. Yeah. You can use, there's many different network managers as well. You can use Conman at CTL, Network Manager, SysD, Network D, Wicked. So we, I'm not sure if you guys have any questions. Yeah, so IP well, route actually, I, I don't know if I use it more than you, Jathan, but I might. Oh, I mean, probably a little bit, but that's because. Well, I mean, I you are a. Work for a well, VPN my shit provider. just works. <laughs> well, well, no, it's because I work and for a VPN provider. And your stuff's broken and you got to run the stuff. No, it's because I work for a VPN provider, Jathan. Right. All right. Well, I was going to ask a question. Bring what? it. Shoot it. Is Netstat a part of Net Tools? Yes. There you go. Is there a replacement for Netstat in IP Route 2? There is. SS. That's S. Uh, S. That's yeah. S. Yeah. I wanted to actually, I knew the answer to that, but I wanted to bring it up because what's really cool about SS is that the flags are all the same. Yeah. Yeah. So if you knew how to use Netstat to do whatever the fuck you're trying to do, you can run SS with the same flags and and get the same results. Which is super Slightly different output format, but same results. Output format's a little bit easier to parse, though. I was going to say, it's actually, it's more parsable and more scriptable, I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That being said, somehow the VPNC people seem to fuck it up. Oh, calm down. Calm down. Yeah, Jathan's on this, like, personal crusade against VPNC. For you can, stupid reasons. Yeah. It's not stupid. Could, they broke you shit. You can also bond. No, they just food. stopped maintaining it, Jathan. There's a difference. Anyways, so NetTools, you know, includes ifconfig, mm-hmm. netstat. I think traceroute is part of NetTools too, but most distros bundle it separately. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that it may be. I was going to say, at least on CentOS, it's a separate pack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but I think it's it's actually maintained by the same NetTools team and i believe trace path replaces it in ip route 2 ip route 2 is part of the base group though so you're gonna get that if you install the base group in arch well, i should say right no i, well, I pretty much everywhere now right yeah I, I think i actually i can't confirm debian or ubuntu but i'm almost certain they use ip route 2 at this point they may install both oh yeah and they're and you can totally have both installed at the same time as long as it's available obviously in your distro package manager i wouldn't recommend installing them from source <laughs> but yeah, they should both be available. You probably have IP route two at the very least installed. So aside yeah. from the IP binary, the IP utility, which lets you control things like addressing of your interfaces, listing of the interfaces, parameterizing of your interfaces, routing rules, all sorts of 
different stuff. Yeah, IPR, for instance, replaces the route command. So they conglomerate a lot of different functionality into one command, which is nice. I do like that aspect. And it is, admittedly, a lot easier to machine parse. And it also has an API, which, you know, the other, a C API, which the other one's done it. Which Nettles in, I should say. So aside from that, you have SS, which replaces Netstat, and probably one or two other tools. I haven't, honestly, I haven't dug too deep into it. I just know it enough to, to run my Netstat equivalent. What else? Pretty sure TracePath is in that in that group. Or maybe TraceRT. It's one of those. It's some trace routing utility. What else? I feel like I'm missing something. All that's coming to mind offhand. Oh, maybe one or two ARP tools. I think ARP, which was part of NetTools, is replaced by some new tool that I can't remember the name of. That handles ARP traffic. You know, for sending ARP packets, sniffing ARP packets in a low-level kind of a way thing. But yeah. Yeah, that trace is. Path is from IP Util, IP Utils, which is part of Base. Trace Route is from Trace Route, I... and then there's MTR, which is Mike's Trace Route. Well, you can't go by the packaging because they will split components of projects into different packages. Sure, sure. I was just saying, yeah, so... based off, I was just looking at you know what's installed. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't think most of our audience is. Well, some of them are probably running Arch, but probably not in their prod environment. Yeah. So basically. The whole purpose of this is you should really take your time and we'll link to some documentation so you can teach it to your, teach mm-hmm. it to you. Te- wow. Teach it to Holy yourself. Shit. You would think that I wasn't even the one that had the fucking Calm down. Here. Calm down. I, I'm not calm down. No, you're misleading. I've been awake Talk for 19 hours straight, Jathan. Give me, Ooh. give me a break here. So <laughs> we will be linking to some reference material so you can use it to teach yourself it looks like TraceRock can just be installed How to use it. on CentOS. And the real important thing to keep in mind here is NetTools was officially obsoleted. It is now, the op- obsolescence is revoked. So... I cannot currently confirm because I don't have access to my Red Hat 8 test machine right now, but I actually think it's unavailable in Red Hat 8. Right. Well, it, again, I mean, you're confusing upstream packaging or, or distro packaging with actual upstream projects and kernel decisions. So on a kernel level, they decided to obsolete it, and then they decided to unobsolete it. But they still recommend IP route too. So yes, if you haven't switched over to it in your toolset in your daily usage, I highly recommend it because it does make a lot of things a lot more easier. Yeah, and you know it's a bit of a reflex thing, right? Like, oh, I want to check the network status of this machine because it's having a weird issue right ipa especially when you're talking about right right ipa it's so quick to type but instinctively like i still type if config i do and part of the time i mean part of that is because i have a lumos boxes and they still have right yeah you're in a mixed platform yeah but i finally uninstalled net tools on most of my infra because i had to break the habit yeah so i would get command not found and then i would have to figure it out for real should have just set bash aliases uh yeah but that's not you can alias it to sl (laughs) <laughs> I, could say, I could. You do have SL <laughs> installed right. on your boxes, don't you? Still? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm in charge of configuration <laughs> management, I make sure that everybody knows. Such a waste. <laughs> okay, it's like two megs. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, but like you're... All right, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I have, so a, that I have is... SL installed. I, I like it. That's IP route too. You like it? Yeah. Calm what down. do you like about it most? The, the, it's an the, animated ASCII train. What is yeah. there to, to, what, yeah. to compare, Jathan? There's nothing to compare. How it's do you a, it's quantify a freaking it? train that goes across, like, you know, and you can't stop it either. That's I think that's the thing I love most about it, is you can't stop it. Like, it goes right across. 
Uh-huh. I love trains, you know, so. No. Would you describe yourself as a metal train set guy? No, I am not that kind of nerd. Sorry. No. I, I, was, like, the I, was, real, I like the real thing. I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, I'm getting to the age now where I finally understand why model trains might be cool. And I'm like, that's how that's how I know it. I'm getting old. That's that, <laughs> that is the demarcation where you're like, all right, yep, you're old. Ah, uh, listen, I'm so that aside, <laughs> Peyton, do you wanna do you wanna share a bit of your experience at IBM TechU? Maybe like, well, 15, I was gonna, 20 minutes. I was gonna, should I talk about that or the Restic Restore? Do that after the because okay. I, right. I in the yeah in the order so, I introduced them. My company is hardcore IBM power. You know, AIX, we use AIX, right? Work day to day. You know, so my boss said, you get to pick one conference, which one you want to go to. And I said, well, I'd like to go to Red Hat and then Red Hat Summit because we're going to be working on Rail Hard pretty soon. And then mm-hmm. uh, they came up with, uh, they had tickets to go to IBM Tech U. We we're going to get to get a, a serious discount. So I was like, hey, look, I'd rather go to that instead. So he said, all right. So he sent me to IBM Tech U. First of all, it was in Atlanta. Why did you want to go to Tech U instead? I, yeah, um, because, I feel like I would want to go to the the well. Red everybody Hat else on my team had already been to Tech U at least once or twice, okay. and so it was. I, it. I figured it was my turn, you know. Yeah, right. Pay your dues. Right, right, right. So it actually was a, a really nice time. Uh, it was in Atlanta. It was at the Hyatt Regency, which is uh, a very famous hotel in Atlanta. It's got the little UFO on top. I stayed in the International Tower. I was in a corner room. It was actually really nice. So the talks were kind of varied there was a lot of so ibm is like hardcore z mm-hmm. z is their zos obviously is their mainframe os and then power aix so there's actually you can clicks. learn more about z if you listen to s4e3 yeah i think it's three shut up you want to be all right so anyway, <laughs> am i right jathan i don't know oh, i'm too you. drunk i can't do what i'm drunk to it. there are actually clicks if you're a Z guy, like people are like, oh, hey, Z, I love Z or whatever. And if you're, so my badge had a P on it for power. And every time I uh-huh. looked at a Z guy, they would look at me and go, oh, power, huh? And I'm like, dude, I just want to talk to you about Z. Like, leave me alone, man. Come on. You know? Yeah. So. Hello, my name is Peyton. Shut, Hi, shut, Peyton. shut, your, shut your pie hole. All right, so, <laughs> so anyway, they had a, they had a, a lot of P words. They had a fairly large like vendor hall Mm -hmm. and obviously like ibm stretched like their vendor exhibits were three quarters of the walls that were available to purchase in the actual area and they showed off uh their z14 i want to call it i could be wrong on that but it was a super nice like top of the line freaking mainframe and it was it was a rack mountable so like you know mainframes have always been considered like these giant things standalone units yeah. right just huge monstrous whatever well this is actually like rack mountable like i could put one on my rack right here i have next to me and so it's actually it was actually really neat it was a really awesome display i wonder uh, if that compromises the definition of mainframe at all you know i don't know this is this i can I see know. this devolving into a philosophical discussion it could so let's let's avoid that a large now. high-speed computer especially one supporting numerous workstations or peripherals all right yeah, but it doesn't Thank say anything you. about whether it's standalone or, Thank you, or definition guy yeah so i went to a couple talks i went to a couple talks on z there was a there was an ubuntu on z talk that i went to that was actually really nice there were was it hosted by mark shuttleworth Never. no no it was not no, it was not. I'm just checking. Uh, there was because uh, he. Well, so he. I read an article. A Z security cl- uh, security demo that you could go in and work on security, like secure, like security software. Uh huh. I took an AIX for rookies class and ended up like not finishing it because she was. It was like 
hardcore rookies, like people who had never like really touched AIX before. Which she did a good job, but there were other talks I wanted to go see that were a little bit more relevant to my interest and also to my work. I do work with AIX, but like you know, it was very very intro, and so I wish I could have had like a a next class up or whatever. It was Monday through Friday. There were two classes mm-hmm. on Friday, and then every other every day other than Friday was between five and six actual lectures. But they broke it up, so it was you went down, you had breakfast, which the breakfast was terrible. And so the lunch was also equally bad. The dinners were really good. So you had breakfast at like 8, and you had a class at 8.30. That lasted until 9, and then you had a break from 9 to 9.15 or 9.30, and then 9.30 started a class, and then there was another break after that one for 30 minutes, and then lunch, and then it was this weird, like, I don't know that I would have taken that long between classes to have. You know, I feel like you could have added another class in there, possibly. I don't know. I saw... I mean, it was probably the format of the document, but I, I, while you were at the altar, I took a look at the tracks and talks uh, yeah. that they were doing. It looked like there were a ton, there, but there I don't were, know there were if you had access to all of them. Yeah. I did. I could have gone to, I could have gone to every talk that was there. I could have gone to, except I obviously couldn't have gone to the ones that were in multiple, you know, same time slot or whatever. Right, right, but right, right. But right. there's actually an app you use that you can set up your agenda Okay. to, you know, you can go into the time slot and select a, t- uh, a talk and then you can, you know, like pick out your tracks. Like, yeah, I really want to learn about Z security on Z. And so then it would show you, Hey, go to these talks. It's so, like, there was, right. there, there was a guy who was talking about TCIP security and, and Z. And that was kind of a cool talk, you know? And there was another talk that let's see if I can pull up my agenda. Still, there was another talk that, like I said, the demo about the security, that was really cool. There was a Python class that you went in and you kind of sat and did Python. It was a demo to Python uh, 3. Like, that was really cool. Like, there was a lot of really cool demo, hands-on type stuff that you could go and see. Like, there was a ransomware on, main, on the mainframe class that I got to go look at. There was a power system. There's a lot of power stuff. I was really hardcore into the power stuff because that's what we do. The Ubuntu for Z systems, that was, I for Z, IBM Z systems, Linux one, that was like getting started with that. Running mission critical workloads. There was some good stuff. If you're interested in IBM at all, I would say go. Mm. If you're not interested in IBM or mainframes or power or Z, then it's really not for you. Now, I think you mentioned that you were comped for the ticket. Do you know the the selling price for those tickets? 25 hundred dollars Sounds about right for IBM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we went to the Atlanta Falcon Stadium on Thursday night, and I got to kick a football and throw a football and punt a field mm. bo- football, and I got to uh, meet cheerleaders and football players and have a really nice dinner. So, I mean, like, you know, and it was all for us. Like, it was, you know, IBM Tech U everywhere. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, your money pays for something. But, yeah, it's IBM. So, it's it's hardcore. Like, if you're an IBM guy, like, it's great for you. If you're not an IBM guy, then, like, there's really no reason to go necessarily, but mm. because like it was my turn, I, I was like, screw it. I'll go next year. I'll probably hit Red Hat Summit uh, or Lisa. And that will be more my, my flavor. Right. So that's, yeah. I mean, it was a good time. The food okay. was really good. You know, I, I ate and drank my ass off down there. Now was that water? I, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, that's not going to recoup the ticket I drank price. water. Yes. We're, the whole time. What I'm trying to ask is, uh-huh. did you have like meal tickets included with that event ticket price? So they provided breakfast and lunch. And then the first two days they provided dinner. There was a special dinner okay. in the vendor area. Wednesday, Thursday, mm. 
Wednesday, Thursday, they did not provide dinner, but they provided breakfast and lunch. Friday and was a breakfast only. So there was food provided. There was lots of food provided. Mm-hmm. The thing is, around that type of thing, maybe not with an IBM event, but like, you know, in the past, I've gone to supercomputing, which is a conference around like HPC and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, they provide like snacks and shit throughout the day, but there's always like huge vendor events at night. Yeah. Yeah. So even yeah. though it's not like officially sanctioned by the event, there's always so, shit to go yeah. to and like find free food and drink, you know? And also like vendor party rooms and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One of the lunches yeah. was actually provided by Galileo, which is a subset of where I work for. And so they provided the lunch for okay. everybody that was there. Like, So companies could do that. Like they could, you know, if you were a sponsor, you could sponsor like a lunch or a breakfast or whatever. This is making me think of how Jim, Jedi JF, not, not Stuart basically sponsors b-sides de with bread (laughs) with with like pastry and stuff (laughs) oh dude i went to a geek nick first time i met like a lot of people from the ubuntu uspa irc channel like that's when i met pilea and shit yeah i think it's pilea i think it is too i always in my head though i say plea it's playa obviously no it's it's pilea for princess leia uh so really funny story i'm standing at the so ibm has actually has a um a group that will offer education for mainframes and operating mainframes and being a uh, mainframe operator uh-huh. administrator. And I'm standing there, I'm talking to the lady who, you know, goes out to conferences and talks to people. And I look to my left and here comes freaking Pilea. Like, she's like there right there. And I'm like, Hey, what's, what's going on? And she's like, Oh, Hey, I had, you know, I didn't know you were going to be here. And I, I didn't know you could be here either. So that was really yeah. kind of interesting. She works for, obviously she works for IBM now. Mm-hmm. Whatever we can, we actually we had her on what season zero jathan yeah yeah she was our first guest i think yeah do you remember which i want to say s 6 oh come on man i don't know but i drank miller light when she was on the show that doesn't help at all. shout out to me i don't think i was 21 either fuck you why are you gonna tell us that you were illegally consuming alcohol on my show basically water doesn't I mean, matter. he's, he's doesn't right. Matter. I mean, it's technically water-ish. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Sure. Jeff, it's water so, with some so other anyway, stuff in it. I think I'll, you know, I might go again just to take the AIX, AIX test, mm-hmm. the certain test that they offer. It's a good place to go. It's really, you know, it's all about my job and the things that I do and my company does. So if I need to make my boss happy, I'll go to it. But uh, if I have a chance of going to something that's a little bit more relevant for me, I, I, I think I'll do that instead, too. But it was a good time. Oh, it was definitely, definitely was, a good time. That was close. It's S0E4. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you suck at this. All right, excuse me, Mr. Idiot Savant. You didn't, even, you didn't you, even answer which, just an, which episode I would have told you in the, for the show notes Yeah, but you would have, how would I have known that you didn't look it up? Because I wouldn't look it up. I never look it up. I just say it off the cuff. <laughs> like, I, you can't deny that I'm usually right when I throw out episodes. Yeah, I mean, but you also do it when you're drunk. You are literally an idiot. Savant. No, just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the savant part is, is, is... I hope your network goes down. <laughs> but, <laughs> may your, but, bitch, I, may your but, packets it, stop it, flowing. But, uh, but, an old Irish curse. May your packets stop flowing. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Clogged up by fucking potatoes. So any, any other questions God. about IBM TechU? <laughs> No. Yeah. Well, I'm here. Sounds like Jake well, sort of. Well, mostly like I guess if somebody were just like casually interested, like in mainframe stuff, would it be worth paying to go? Sure. Like, is the yeah, price that you absolutely. paid what everybody pays, or is that like some kind of exclusive ticket? So, like, we're actually IBM business partners, and so so you could probably get a discount. Even we had a prorated ticket, so my twenty five hundred dollars ticket was zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, regardless. Well. 
I mean, if you're interested... So, like, if you just wanted to get some perspective about it, would it be worth going? Like, is there yeah, a track for abs- people who absolutely. are, like, yeah. mainframe idiots? Yeah, there was a mainframe for rookies track that I really wanted to go to, but I'm not a mainframe guy, and so, like, it would have been a waste of my time, really. Right. Yeah, there was a Z for rookies cl- track, so... Okay. They had hand on, so demos I would find value too. in that potentially. It'd be cool to hear about it anyway. Yeah. I don't think I would pay for it out of pocket. If Why you're, I hope not. Well, that's, I mean, realistically, this is price tag. Yeah, this is not something that you want to pay for on your own. You want to have your company send you to this because the cost is high. Now, I will say that flying into Atlanta was kind of a pain in the ass. I stopped in Charleston and had to wait and then get on a puddle jumper to finish my flight in, and then I had to walk off the freaking tarmac. And then ride a freaking train. Like, Atlanta is just, like, a terrible airport. Like, I hate Atlanta. I really do. The airport. Honestly, you know, I... I like Atlanta better than O'Hare. Why don't you fuck off? Okay. Are Fine. we are we really sitting here arguing about our, our yeah. favorite and... Yeah, why don't you love DIA favorite there, airports? Drive next time, you fuck. Oh, my god. I wish I could have, but it was, like, th- it was like 10 hours, and I didn't want to drive that far. Uh, get yourself a chitty chitty bang bang. Chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> All right, so okay. I think we have time. I think you should talk about your next thing, Paige. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So restoration mid conference. I said fuck Centos. Mid conference. Peyton's bored. Obviously, IBM sucks. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was middle of the night. It was it was you know it was evening. And I wasn't doing anything. What better time and place? Yeah, he drank so much water that he got compelled <laughs> to do this. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you and water? So I said, fuck it. I said, you know what? I'm going to do like the ultimate test of Rustic and I'm going to back everything up. I'm going to back my home mm-hmm. drive up to re- my, my home directory up to Rustic to my one terabyte hard drive that I brought with me. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to install it. So I'm going to restore it. I'm going to see what happens. So I do that. That goes actually really fast. It took about 45 minutes or so. I didn't back up my virtual machines because I already done that. So I didn't care about that. So then. How do you back up your virtual machines? Do you use some kind of built-in to KVM or VMware or no, ESX or whatever? Like, VMware or snapshots. Yeah, but oh, even then, wow. you could just grab the data directory as long as the machine Yeah, that's what I do. Down. I, I yeah. just use Borg to back up my VMs. It's seriously so simple, but I don't, I'd already had backups on them, and I didn't really care to back them up at that time because it would have mm-hmm. added you know another hour to the process. Right. So I was just like, fuck it. So, well, probably less because it would be, just be a diff, but... Oh, yeah. Delta. No, I, I created a new direct, a new repo oh. for the the backup because I didn't want to pull. I wanted to pull right from what I had that day, and I don't want to pull anything older than that. And it was a test, you know. So anyway. So wait, what if it wouldn't have worked? Well, I would have been. I would have started well, fresh. He, he wouldn't have reinstalled. Oh, but you wouldn't have been like super pissed off. Nah, I would have. I would have just started over. Like I've started over five or six times, and it's just a laptop, you know. Like I've got all my stuff here and at home, you know. So. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I backed it up to Rustic. I just did a, I created a repo, did the re, did the backup, and then I copied the key somewhere down that I could, you know, uh, to use to the actual hard drive so that I could pull it back out when I, once I mounted mm-hmm. it, you know. And so then I did the install and then installed Rustic and restored, and it took about thirty minutes or so. And I was able to, like, I would literally, would I would install an app, and it would have its config file ready to go. Like, it, it just opened and loaded. Like, I installed Mumble, oh, yeah, and, mean, it, and it opened like, and loaded, no problem. That's the purpose of, of right, that files. Right, right, right. So, you know, I... Actually... Speaking of, keep your non-sensitive dot .files in Git. I... Right. Yeah, I do. I do that. I don't know about... I, I have mixed feelings about that, but I think that's All a right, topic. All right, well, I do it. That's a topic for, like, for a stupid show. shit. Yeah, so, yeah, let's topic. talk about that. A subtopic. Yeah. So, like... For instance, Mumble. I loaded Mumble up, and it pulled everything up. There were no problems pulling up Mumble. It, it opened up with a screen. Select your two your two servers that you have selected. And By the way, do you guys right do you guys no know problem. where it stores that shit? 
What? And I know because I had to dig through it. Where what? Who stores what? Mumble like stores like their configuration. It's in like home local or something like that, isn't it? No, no. You would no. think because that's how no, that's how not. every I had to do sane, a locate for it I one had to time. Do a yeah, that's how every sane program does things. Where does Hell, it that's how Mumble I, is real fucking. That's how I write my scripts to store it as. No offense, Mumble dot, is fucking awesome at what it does. But it's right. really but, bad at configuration. So <laughs> it stores it in Gconf. Oh, that's right. G-conf. Yeah, because it's a fucking GTK app. Yeah. So G- right, and, and, and the right, weird, the worst thing right. is like that's not even required for GK, GTK apps. Even you know, like they can. There's nothing stopping a GTK app from having its own dot file. But whatever. So Gconf is basically a user level. I'm not a Windows admin, so I'm gonna butcher it. There's a. I think it's like a user hive. I think it's called in the Windows world. But it's basically a user level registry. It's a binary object for linux which is <laughs> which is special yeah very special there is on my uh I'll, I'll link to the script i have a mumble management script or uh, actually you know it would be a good example of that the fingerprint script where users yeah. can gen their own mumble sir and that it, it fetches it from the one in store if they don't specify a path to an exported cert it uses the internal one to mumble and it, it fetches it right from gconf cool and you can see how I actually access that. There's a Python library for it, if I recall. And uh, it's messy. It's really messy. But, I mean, it is there. <laughs> so, yeah. So that aside, can we just make a moratorium now? Like, guys, stop using gconf. It's 2019. You don't need binary storage. Just use dot yeah, right. and dot dirs. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And it doesn't even, within that structure, like using dot files and like dot local or dot cache or whatever the fuck you do. Mm-hmm. I really don't even care where it goes, but just use some comprehensible config. Like, I don't care if you use INI or fucking JSON. I really don't care. Just make it something that's accessible. Yeah. So I still prefer XML. Yeah. Okay. I Still, my point stands. Just use something that's editable outside of the GConf editor. R- well, right. Yeah. Make it not a binary based or blob based storage. Yeah. Yup. That was super, super idiotic, honestly. So anyway, I've been using it since the conference without any issues. Like I loaded up Discord, Slack, my SSH keys. Do you have there. Discord installed from the AUR or do you install it? Yeah, from the AUR. I could never get it to install from the AUR, but I don't know if it, one, you, has been fixed since I tried, or two, if it's an A Pac-Man issue. It might be an A Pac-Man issue. Discord is really fucky. Like, I hate Discord. It's a As tricky an application. Build. Yeah. It's really you Discord? fucky. I, like, I yeah. I mean, like I'm it. never on it, but I have it installed. From the AOR. I'm on it all the time because I'm a mod man. for a uh, for a couple of. Oh, I'm, I'm never on it. Whatever. I'm I've been, always on. I've it. been thinking about making a Discord bridge. If we ever switch over to XMPP, we can do that. Cool, cool. But also at the same time, I'm kind of like fuck Discord, so I don't know. But uh, like my so my my password store came across. Like you know everything came across. Like it was it mm-hmm. was it actually all reinstalled perfectly. Like I haven't had any issues. Nothing has broken. So I can say that, I mean, my Rustic backup and restore was a success. Like, you know, you always talk about backups, backup, backups, and then test mm-hmm. backups. And I, I think what I did is the ultimate test of a backup. And, you know, I know you guys back on Rustic, and that's fine. I get I get the hate. You know. Nah, I don't hate it. I just like Borg better. Sure, sure, sure. And it's it's only was, because, I'm going to be totally impressed. honest, I like the syntax of Rustic better I, I need I, yeah, compression, I, though. I, right, yeah. I mean, th- that's the big thing, is, is having the mm. compression, why not? But, uh, you know, I, the laptop is running better since I put Arch on it anyway. Like, CentOS was really fucky. Like, I don't... 
you know, it's great. You know, for... that is an interesting thing. I love the stability of CentOS, but honestly, running like a bare bones, like one gig Linode with Arch versus CentOS, Cent, or uh, Arch rather, I'm sorry, Arch always has better resource utilization out of the box. Uh, okay. Well, that's so, unfair because Linode has their own templates. So, so if you run your own VM and do a comparison, you'll find that a base install of Arch, like just not even base avail, just straight up base on running. I mean, uh, it boots stupid fast, obviously, but it takes up about, I think, 80 to 100 megs of RAM. My Linode right CentOS now 7. is a one gig Linode. I'm not talking about disk but more like ram usage that's exactly right. what i just said jathan right so my oh, linode right sorry. now that i'm looking at is a one gig linode it's using 229 megs of ram swap is full i don't know why swap is full and it's two percent 2.6 percent cpu like it just went into zero you, like, like, you probably need to turn swapping this down but probably but as i said they run their own custom templates so it's sure. a bad represent representation if you do so have you installed both from scratch on a linode to see which one nope. no 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 don't even bother with the linode Straight up, get yourself a, a, a local VM and sell them side by side. You'll see. So Arch... are you telling me CentOS is actually more lean? No, because nobody oh. would let me finish. I'm saying <laughs> Arch. Well, that was my original point. So why are you refuting it? I'm giving you specifics, Jason. Just let him finish. I'm backing, I'm backing you finish. up with actual numbers here. Can Arch I finish? uses about eighty to one hundred megabytes of RAM <gasps> on a base install. Yeah. CentOS seven vanilla install is usually hovering around four hundred to five hundred megs of RAM usage. Nothing else running. My yeah, Arch router so... that I had on Pentium four stuff literally ran at like a hundred megs constantly. That was mm -hmm. it. It didn't spike. Yeah. It didn't drop. Like it was steady. Right. Well, so I run I run two different mail servers for different purposes. One is personal. One is for somebody else. The one that's for somebody else, I ran on CentOS because I was like, "Look, I don't want to be rebooting it weekly for this person. Sure, I don't care about that for my mail, but this is like a small business." And honestly, I have a two gig Linode for both. There's always eats into fucking swap, and it's not just the swappiness, but mine never touches it. Like it's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, there. I mean, and you also have to consider like Arch by nature is a very lean distro. Arch doesn't right. have things like SE Linux, which is going to use its own resources and, and oh, a fair amount listen. of them. It doesn't have network manager. I mean, you can install network manager, but I don't know why you would want to because it's it's an abomination upon configuration. But, you know, CentOS by default has network manager, which is kind of a little bit of a resource hog. Yeah. So, and Firewall D also. Firewall D. Because Firewall D has persistently running... Mm -hmm. a, a, a daemon that's yeah. constantly running whereas if you use something like shorewall or, or just, just raw ip tables, tables yeah. yep well that's at the end of the day what what shorewall does right yeah. it's a one-shot compiler yeah yeah yep. yeah and that just inserts it right to the the kernel tables so yeah i did install ufw on my laptop when i installed it so i've got that going mm -hmm. on arch yeah you're using ufw yeah. i like it interesting why not i like it I like the syntax and the command. Yeah, line. I mean that's I. It's for some people. Sure. I'm not a fan of it. I it, like mostly because like if you ever try and get like masking done in UFW, it's you will want to die after sure. about thirty minutes of trying. Sure. But I mean, if all you need is just something su stupid and simple, I mean UFW works, I guess. At least it's not firewall D. <laughs> oh yeah. Is that even? I'm sure it's available in our. Yes. What. Firewall it's D. Part of system, yeah. It's yeah. part of system D, dude. Yeah. So No, it's not. It's not. It's a component. It's by the... Okay, here we go. Remember how earlier in the episode I was talking about how we need to distinguish between projects and downstream packaging? Yes. I'm looking at you, Jay. I'm not looking at you, but I'm talking to you, Jathan. Do you remember when I said that? When you said what? 
I hate you so We shouldn't much. drink while we do this. Did you just say we should drink while we do this? I said we shouldn't drink while oh, we do well, this. Maybe clearly you, I'm having an issue tonight. Maybe you Where shouldn't I? drink while we do this, because the rest of us are handling it fine. Earlier in the episode, Jathan, are you paying attention? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Earlier in the episode, I said you need to make the distinction between upstream projects and what they entail versus downstream, aka distro, packaging. Because sometimes mm-hmm. they will package different components of a single project into different yes, packages. Yes, you were, you were referring specifically to Traceroute. I, yes, but it is applicable in many things. One of those things in Arch being Firewall D. Yeah. Okay. So Firewall D is part of the System D meta project, but okay. Arch distributes it in a different package. Right. It does not, it is not necessitated to be part of the System D core. Okay. Makes sense. So. That being said, Jathan, are you paying attention, yeah, Jathan? Jathan? Yes. Is Firewall D truly a part of System D? Well, right, and I think because that I don't think philosophically, it is. what do you define System D as? Is System D the the well, System D team? You are now feeding into the fucking System D haters because no, you're I'm not. not sure. I'm not because well, <laughs> like, so what do you mean by the name System D? Are you referring to a group of people, or are you referring to a project software with System D? Right. So it's like it's like I, saying, is Firewall D maintained by the same people? It's like, all right, it's like saying Red Hat. Am I referring to Red Hat Linux the product? Am I referring to Red Hat repositories and package managers that populate those repositories? Am I referring to the in-house developers that develop tools specific to Red Hat and CentOS? What do I mean by Red Hat? Right? I don't know. What do you mean by Red Hat? Well, I, it's an example. That's my right. point. I know exactly. But yeah, so contextually, Drunkass over there isn't going to answer because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Calm down, Jason. Piece of shit. Calm fuck down. Me, fuck you. Jason, you're flagged. No. What? You can't flag me. <laughs> you're flagged. Red flag. Red I, flag. So help me, I will drive out there to Colorado and I will make you drink water. Do it. Dude. Do it. it that's not how you stay hydrated. It's dry. By here. drinking water? Is it, yeah. That's not how you stay wait, hydrated? Wait, wait, Correct. Wait. Don't be a dumbass. Wait. Really? No, 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 no. We can't let this go. We can't let this go. Okay, scientist. Then how do you? How? How, yeah, do, yes, how do you scientist. hydrate, scientist? How does one not be hydrated by drinking water? Please enlighten us. Hi- no, let's get back to the real no. topic. No, 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 Firewall D. No, 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 no. Is Firewall D maintained by the same people oh who God. maintain System D? Yes. By System D core, no. By the System D team, yes, because that's a meta collection. In as much as a community repo package manager for CentOS is the same team as, I don't know, the OS repo, an OS repo package ma- maintainer. Okay. So there, it depends on what you Well, I actually didn't know that, to mean. be totally honest. I really thought it was a Red Hat-backed project. What? Firewall D? But I care so little because it's such a piece <laughs> of shit that I didn't ever look it up. Right, right. No, it's... I honestly assumed that Red Hat was backing Firewall D... And developing it, and they, I assume the same of Ubuntu and UFW. They because they're both such heaping piles mm-hmm. that I just system D so good that I couldn't expect them to produce such a fucking pile of trash. Well, right. Firewall D actually makes me want to quit my job. <laughs> Does it? Oh my gosh. Does it really? Is... Yo, mama's so fat that Firewall D. I, like that's how I feel. I think you might be being a little, dr- little bit dramatic about that. Oh, you're being a little Just bit dramatic little about bit? it. I think you need to calm down, sir. I think you need I to calm down, I think he needs down, to clam sir. down. Yeah, you need to clam down. I think we all need to clam. 
Claim to know. Claim, claim, to, claim, know. claim to know. Let's just agree to disagree here. Actually, that's a good segue, and not the driving kind that the one guy Sex, drove off a cliff and died somewhere. in. Wasn't it like the fucking inventor? I think so. I th- I'm pretty sure yeah. it was the inventor that did that. Bummer. Probably don't invent something That's like a that and drive off a cliff. Yeah. Also, don't name it after... He was on a roll, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Kill me now. So kill me now. <laughs> oh, just gosh. kill me now, it's... please. Well, just, just the segue kill certainly killed the inventor. Yeah. So Someone pumped the brakes on this topic. They don't have brakes. Exactly. See, that's, that's why he fell off that's the cliff. That's where... j you know what? That's where that anal- that's where that reference breaks down. Oh, oh! <laughs> so what you gonna... did there, I see it. Oh. So we're gonna segue wow, wow. into Jathan's fifteen clams. <laughs> Jathan, what is your fifteen clams tonight? Yeah, so no this episode has been really weird because it's like a lot of people talking about shit, mm-hmm. which is different than normal. Where it's it's a little bit more laid back, and I was hoping season four would be the season where we introduce a nice, firm, rigid structure. No penis jokes, please. I was just but gonna say, me, if anyone's looking for no that, penis please jokes, and feel yet free to we give me have a, call. a segment called "Just the Tip." That's literally right. a penis joke. No, it's yeah. literally a segment where you talk about a tip. That's still a penis. Well, I mean, we should have called it a factoid. A fa- we should could, call it a we could have called it a factoid. A primer, if you will. I, I kind of hate the. I kind of hate the word factoid. I'm not going to lie. We should, we should call it a primer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Ugh, change it. Just next episode. So, no, that's so much. Literally, work. literally Welcome primer. Welcome to Payton's primer. No, it's I even, hate um, the literally primer. Uh, Alliteration. Yeah. Well, all right. Payton's season primer. five, we'll call it the we'll call it the Payton's primer, but not season four. Payton's proper primer, and he's got to talk <laughs> like an old English woman. <laughs> proper like, primer. Can we not? And you better be fucking go? sipping your tea Can while we you're doing not do that. With my little pinky up. <laughs> oh yeah. gosh. Uh, okay. Uh, I was with the queen J-thon. the other day. Jathan. Jathan. Oh, we were talking about Ubuntu, and you see Mark start by. <laughs> Jathan. <laughs> you have ten clams, <laughs> and someone gives you five clams. <laughs> How many claims do you have? I'm sorry, sir. Is this a high enough seafood for the queen? Oh, I hate this. I'm gonna kick you if you do that voice one more time. Watch me. Do it. Watch me do, do it. it. Do okay, it. Okay, alright. Do it. So if you ten on five is sixteen. That is what? it's a four by Where three. Where did you learn math? <laughs> it's a four by three. Now four, four, all right, four times three isn't even sixteen. It's twelve. Not not where I live. So God. it's dry here. We got to drink water to stay hydrated. Suddenly, right? You're dehydrated. so much about Colorado makes sense. Keep going. Yeah. Hey, didn't you guys so, just so anyway, legalize mushrooms too? They did. Only in Denver, just to be clear. Right. Yeah, in Denver. No. He's in Boulder. Ish. So so anyway, you're a Boulder. Ish. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, this episode has been like kind of weird and disjointed. It's us talking about a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. On that note, I'm going to talk about some more shit. If you guys like it, let us know, please. Literally. Uh, yeah, kind of literally. Oh, no. Okay. Wait. No, not literally. What was I... <laughs> what did I... You said you're going to be talking about shit. Literally. What did I say I was actually going to talk about? Literally you never told shit. us. You never got around yes, to I it. Yes, I did. Come on. You guys suck. All right. So, I've been using... You suck more. This is kind of ties into what Peyton was talking about a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I use Borg Backup for my personal backups. A couple episodes ago... I'm sorry. My fucking idiot savant skills are off. So, I don't know what episode <laughs> it was. Fucking clearly. But Jesus Christ. A couple episodes ago, we talked about... Anacron and system D timers and shit like that. Oh, oh yeah. S forty two. I want to say. So we'll link to it. What I want to say is, 
I was attempting to use Anacron to manage my board backups on my laptops, which are not persistently plugged in, turned on, open, available, whatever. Didn't go so well. It didn't go so well, no. And I had it set to a daily... It was was extremely fucky. I had it set to a daily job. Yep. A daily job that could only execute basically in business hours, so like 9 to 5. I figure that's pretty good, right? Sure. At some point during 9 to 5, as a start time, my laptop will be open for long enough to complete a board backup. Now, full disclosure, it is possible that's not true. It's possible that I didn't open my laptop long enough to accommodate a certain backup and it was taking a while. son of a bitch. After you had me debug it. No, 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 no. No, I mean, to be totally fair, there are times when I feel betrayed. I rubber duckied for you. Yeah. He went above and beyond for you and you couldn't even let him know. I show you the evidence. I poured over your Anacron config. I'm about to pour over your body with a bunch of fucking really hot (laughs) shit or something. Like, shut the fuck up. You're gonna pull some wax on him? I'm thinking about putting boiling water down his pants. That's awesome. Do that and I'll come out with boiling tar. Bring it's it. Fine. That'd be hot no, too. it's not. It's not fine. It's fine. I would choose the boiling water over the boiling tar, but keep that'd, going. That'd be hot too. You're a bitch. That's why. So <laughs> in any case, thread. this morning I finally drew the line. So this morning, no, yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, I had realized that my laptop hadn't backed up. So yesterday was May 14th. How, how did you realize mm-hmm. that? Was there like a notification that, that went off? Or no, I manually piping all my standard out and standard error to a file for logging Borg shit right now. Okay. Or I was. That sounds exhausting. Okay. All right. So I could just check when the last time was mm-hmm. that that file was modified and I could tell sure. if it backed up or not. So yesterday, the 14th, I realized it hadn't backed up since the 9th. And mm-hmm. I was on my laptop considerably like over the weekend and everything. And it was like yesterday was a Tuesday to put it in perspective. So it's on my laptop Monday, at least a little bit yesterday at some point. And I was like, what the fuck? And I kept seeing this. So like I'd be running it manually. Every time I caught that it didn't run, mm-hmm. I would run my board back up manually. And I was like, that's great. Like I'm catching it, but I don't want to keep running this. I, I don't want to think about it anymore. You mean you actually and wanted to automate something? I'm so proud of you. Wow. And I, I it's more so like I don't care if it backs up every growing. day. But like, right, but you every, don't want to manually check it every day. Right, exactly. And every three or four days or something that's at least more consistent. Well, I don't care. That's I mean, that's, fine. that's the whole point of automating. So you don't have to manually check it all the time. So finally, the, I, I set up a bunch of, not a bunch, I set up a system D timer and uh-huh. a system D unit. Yep. System D unit is a one shot exec of my board backup script, which is just in my root user's home directory. Uh-huh. The timer is really simple. It just specifies that a job should run daily. I didn't even include the fucking start and end hours that it could possibly run because I'm very confident at this point that system D is smart enough to just say, if it hasn't run today, fucking run it. It is a lot more intelligent it's, than Anacron. Well, I'll sense. just tell yeah. you, today's the first day that I had my timer enabled and all that shit. Yep. And it ran today without me. Wow, well, nice. Yeah, I mean, I would. So I don't know so, why you're so amazed at something working correctly. I mean, well, to because be frank, I thought Anacron would work correctly. Well, you thought wrong, dude. Well, so that's the thing. You should be amazed at, at things not working correctly, right? I guess. Yeah. Sure. But then again, I, don't know. I work in academia. Nothing. But, works. <laughs> but then again, like you're working, I, you're working I've seen you experience errors. Academia. I've seen you experience errors, like running the same exact config for the same exact software on the same exact version as I do in my tests, and you get wildly different results. So I don't know if you're a gremlin. It's the solar flares. Or... We're closer to the sun here. <laughs> About 5,280 feet closer. <laughs> Why do you know that off the top of your head? Because he's it's a mile high city. That's 5,280 yeah. feet. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. That's why. You don't know. But, uh, you no, that doesn't, well, well then that doesn't factor in the, the tilt, Jathan. Well, give me your address the real quick. tilt? I'm not, I'm not doing it on air. 
No, no, I think you should just say it forever. That's one, no, two, not three, three, four, Main Street, any town USA. It's definitely not it. Every town, town USA. <laughs> no, definitely Hello, not it. my name it. is Brent. Just do it against Philadelphia. I live at home. Just do it Philadelphia. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, okay. so my point is, I went on to do that, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, I didn't have to think about it today. It worked. Now, granted, it's only been a day, but I was already stoked, because the first day that I ran Anacron, after deciding to use Borg for my backups, after my Borg Restic trial... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't fucking work the first day. So I was like, I tweaked some things. Mm-hmm. It worked occasionally. It wasn't like it never worked. I, I backed up. That, that sounds like it, a, a futzed schedule, though, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I still have my Anacron tab. I'll fucking send it to you. Send it. No, if it's the same one I looked at, it, it looks is. fine. It looks fucking fine. And I can look at the journal for Anacron, and it just seems like it should be fucking working. Like, it started. You didn't it's see running. It acknowledges that it picked pulse. up the schedule. No. Oh, no. oh! it actually picks up the schedule and checks it. It acknowledges, like, this is a sane anacron tab. I can see that you have a daily entry. It's, like, mm-hmm. very fucking verbose. It just doesn't it. run it. It just doesn't run it. When it does run it, it is logged. So it's not like there shouldn't be anything well, right, there. Right. I mean, if so, you have the so, logging turned way up, of course it would. But Well, I had to to sure. try to figure out why the fuck right, it wasn't working. Right, I still right. didn't. Um, but, yeah. So, weird. So, Today it worked the first day, and I was like elated about it. I was super happy because mm-hmm. again, it's my primarily my my laptops that I'm using for whatever. And it gives you a chance to use timers, right? Which I haven't. Uh, I done it for one other thing before, but I forget what. I just Let's know encrypt, I set one up probably. before. For what? Let's encrypt. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It was it was Let's Encrypt. But actually, I use Cron for that now instead <laughs> because I don't run System D timers. I can manage Cron via Puppet at work. I don't uh, have anything in place to manage uh, System D timers. They're just flat files. It's a I System know. D. I know. I know because I made one. In any case, though, the other thing was, is today I was like, this is great that it worked, but what's going to happen when it doesn't work? Am I going to have to keep checking this fucking log? Well, and how it do you was know really... it won't work? Well, I don't, right? It's only been one day, so I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what I can tell you is it's really easy, and it's not to say you couldn't do this with cron 2. Right. But with a cron job that doesn't run, it's really hard to do, actually. How do you notify yourself by way of email when a cron job doesn't run not just exits non-zero but doesn't run uh, i mean you you mm. need some kind of log watcher for that yeah system d actually has a method uh-huh. to trigger events based on a timer not running what do you mean not, not just run like i mean not like just the time exiting non-zero schedule didn't match so long as you have persist equals true or persistent equals true, uh-huh. which only applies to like on weekly on daily on monthly events okay but it basically saves a some kind of state file to disk. Oh, really? And as long as you have that functionality enabled, you can actually say, send me an email if this doesn't run in the specified window. Okay. Now, again, on a machine that isn't running constantly, obviously your laptop, when it's closed and turned off, still can't send an email. Sure. Mine can. It taps into the quantum state. I don't know. Where it's both on and off at the same time. And you're called a piece of shit. Shut the fuck <laughs> Schrodinger, up. The Schrodinger's uh, laptop there? Uh-huh. Schrodinger's hibernate, yeah. Mm. My point is, this was a piece of functionality that I wasn't aware of. That's what, the S, piece of function- the, that's what the S and the sleep level stand for, Schrodinger. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, on a laptop, the functionality might be kind of limited, right? Yep. Sure. I will report back absolutely for the show notes on what happens over the next like five or so days. But on a system that you would normally use cron... Honestly, consider using system D timers and using the functionality to trigger events on a timer not running because it provides a reason. Like, why didn't it run? Was it unable to run? Did it exit non-zero? What happened? And send fucking mail on that event or send 
a log message to your elastic stack or whatever the fuck you're using mm-hmm. but it was something i honestly didn't know existed and i'm really happy that i switched just to have the experience setting it up that is pretty cool yeah, yeah. seriously yeah. that's cool and actually everything i found about that was in the arch wiki docs oh that's cool they do have some pretty docs on pretty good docs on system d internals yeah yeah so they have some pretty good docs in general true yes it is the new gen 2 wiki i would say we've said that before yes i think we yes, said that back in this one yes, i'm sure yes, we yeah. have multiple yeah. times actually Gen two wiki is fucking dope, there. though, man. It's gotten better. So it's starting to return to its former glory, but it's still not there. So, hmm. yeah. Well, in any case, that's really my my fifteen clams. I just wanted to share my experience. Mm-hmm. Had a really good time using system D timers. There's like some interesting caveats. You don't really tie a timer to a service in a way that seems intuitive to me. Mm. You just have to name them the same. So it's like Etsy system D system my unit dot service and etsy system d service my unit dot timer well i mean that's, system d does the sort of i mean that's how it is with associated services and sockets in system d right it's just the same name with different suffix so it makes sense to me sure right. in you a tell. system d way it makes sense to me mm-hmm. yeah because it's a different component of a service it's it's the yeah. automated part of the service so yeah no i guess i just you just didn't like it. To me, it would seem that you would just take a timer and add a line, like apply this timer to this service, and that way you could use the same timer for multiple, but you can't really do that. Right. Uh, Simlink it. You might cut. Sure. Maybe. I actually don't know. Does it follow Simlinks when it oh, does yeah. that? Yeah, SystemD follows Simlinks. Okay. That's actually how the, when you set like a, when you enable a service, it literally just adds a Simlink to the unit file in Etsy SystemD system multi-target.once, I think. Off the top mm-hmm. of my head, mm-hmm. that's a directory, and you'll see symlinks in there to services that you have enabled to start on boot. Got it. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, when you run system CTL enable, it literally says created symlink yep. from two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, cool. Well, that's all I had. Sorry if that was a lame fifteen clans, but if you haven't, <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, if you haven't checked out system D timers, not just like read about them, but if you haven't implemented one and actually like looked into the functionality that is beyond cron, I honestly think you should because I. I found that it accommodated my use case a lot better so far. Again, maybe I'll have 15 clams in a week that I'm just bitching about it. (laughs) Seems likely since I fucking bitched about everything. It's your your MO, yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's my 15 clams. Okay. You're all beautiful. Special shout out to A. Mayor. I love you. (laughs) He really, he actually really doesn't. That's all I know, you're drunk at this point. He really doesn't love you. He really doesn't. When you start start to get like sentimental Mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, this is... This is where Jason's drunk. All right, this has been System Industry. I think we better go before Jason starts drinking anymore. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Pete. See you around.